Welcome to the Prepare Like a Pro podcast. Every week, I host live chats via our YouTube channel with leaders in the AFL and high-performance industries. Join me live every Sunday at 6pm where I debrief the recent chats and announce the upcoming guests. We drop an inspiring and educational episode every Monday. If you like the show, please follow us on your favourite podcast app. Rebecca is now on the panel. So Rebecca will be discussing how nutrition can aid rehabilitation and return to performance. Thanks for jumping on, Beck. It's all right. Thanks for having me. We'll, we'll dive straight into it. T- tips for early stage rehab from a nutrition perspective. Yeah, so just as your physical intervention is going to go through different uh, phases, your nutrition intervention is going to go through different phases to follow this as well. So obviously it's going to depend on the type of injury, the severity and severity, sorry, and also the individual. Um, In the initial phase, what we're really trying to do is support uh, tissue regeneration uh, and this may be ongoing through rehab. So having sort of a constant and people talk more about this later, but having a constant touch point with like the medical team and physiotherapy is really important. Um, so we can actually see how the athletes progressing through their injury, because that's essentially going to, um, it's going to inform our intervention. Um, so then we're also going to try and attenuate the effects of immobilization. So this is essentially changes in body composition. And again, this is going to be covered by um, Ben a little bit more later down the track as well. Um, so we're wanting to minimise increases in fat mass um, and also um, prevent or minimise losses to muscle mass. Um, I would argue that probably a bigger focus on um, minimising losses to muscle mass because that's going to be a lot harder to get back. Um, obviously, preventing you know significant increases in fat mass is important, but sort of making sure that we focus on you know how nutrition can support um, the injury and rehab phase as well is sort of more important than getting into this restrictive mindset. Um, So on this sort of restrictive mindset, so not being too restrictive with energy. So we know that post-injury, we're going to have a slight increase in energy requirements. Um, So really important not to go too aggressive on that um, because that may also uh, impact on your sort of nutritional intake and and lead to sort of poor nutrient intake as well, which is going to lead to poor healing. Um, We also want to make sure that we allow that sort of initial information phase to occur. Um, So that's going to signal repair and remodelling. So really important that we don't try and blunt that too much. So not being too excessive with like your anti-inflammatory supplements, for example. Um, Yeah, and then as the athlete progresses through those uh, those goals, we sort of tailor nutrition strategies towards that. So amazing. No, thank you for sharing. And so there's milestones to sort of like a stepping stone process that you go through if an athlete um and no doubt you've experienced this before where they're um, low in motivation and they understand the importance because you've educated them but they're just really um finding it tough to to do it what what would be advice for for athletes that are in rehab at the moment maybe it's long term and they're just in a bit of a lull in terms of motivation yes that's really common and i think there's you know it's obviously going to be a component of it but really again going to that you know how can we support our body to heal and return to to play quicker so kind of framing it around um you know being able to progress through those phases more quickly i think um helps you know to support an athlete and and you know obviously being sympathetic to what they're going through but then um just trying to sort of sell that you know if we get this on point then hopefully we can progress you through these stages quicker yeah and then um, specifically, what type of ingredients do you want um, people that are trying for, to accelerate that healing process? Um, what are some good food groups and ingredients to purchase when you're doing your grocery shopping uh, yep. in rehab? Yeah. So again, that's going to depend on your injury 
type um, and how long the injury is going to go for as well. Um, so having, you know, really sort of good conversations with your dietitian around that, um, how to support the different phases again. Um, so, for example, your muscle tissue is going to have different makeup than your collagen tissue, which is in your connective uh, ligaments and tendons, and then also bone as well is going to be a different makeup as well. So really, you know, finding out from your dietitian how you're going to tailor it towards those specific tissues. Um, so I would say the big thing that I would uh, suggest athletes to focus on when they are going through injury is that diet quality. So, you know, there's mm. there's no magical supplement that's going to speed up um the healing process, it really is going to come back to having that good diet quality. So, for example, if you're thinking of something um, like uh, bone tissue, if you've had a fracture, obviously that's quite a long recovery period. If you're consuming things like high protein um, dairy or yogurts, for example, you're going to be hitting multiple goals. So, you're going to be getting that protein to help prevent losses to muscle tissue um, and then also your minerals that are going to help support bone repair as well. Um, so obviously your protein based foods rather than supplements are going to be really important because you're going to be getting that sort of, you know, different essential amino acids and as I said, minerals and things like that. Um, and then, uh, things like vitamin C. So, um, something simple as making sure you're keeping your fruit intake up. So as I said, um, you know, with, with uh, your different tissues, collagen is a predominant uh, tissue within your body. So vitamin C is involved in collagen synthesis. So something as simple as keeping up your fruit intake is actually going to support, you know, whatever tissue type it is that you're trying to heal. Um, and then things like vitamin A and zinc are found in um, seafood and meats and then vegetables as well. So again, really just making sure you're focusing on, on eating with purpose and making sure that everything that you're eating is really nutrient dense as well. Yeah, I love that. So it is, it's tailored to the type of injury, um, just like the rest of the rehab process. So it makes a lot of sense. What, what about um, for athletes that are vegetarian or vegan based? How does that differ for if they're, let's say, they've had a bone fracture? Yeah, so that's where it can become, you know, a bit of a, a tricky kind of um, putting the puzzle pieces together for the dietitian. So for, for, from our standpoint, it would be trying to get those really high um, sort of calcium foods or calcium fortified foods if we can't get it through um you know dietary sources then that's when we might look to go to supplemental sources okay yeah and, and what would be some good supplements for them to look out for so if it was calcium for example you'd be um sorry if it was vegan for example it was a fracture something like vitamin uh sorry calcium not vitamin um yep. and then we'd also want to look at their um current nutritional status as well so do they have any deficiencies is vitamin d an issue because obviously with bone healing vitamin d is involved in that so we want to make sure that there's no deficient current deficiencies so we're not going to impair healing um through that okay amazing and then in your experience working with with uh, athletes and specifically footballers what are some common mistakes that you've uh, seen um, when yeah, they're in rehabilitation? Yeah, so the key one would be that being really restrictive with energy. So I think there's a bit of a concept and, and fear around sort of um, fat mass and skin folds and all that those kind of things. So um, often athletes will think, okay, I'm injured, I'm not exercising as much and I need to be really restrictive with my intake. Um, yeah. But obviously if we're trying to heal the body, we need to provide it with everything that it needs. So being too restrictive is going to, um, you know, potentially interfere with that. So um, making sure that that is not sort of the mindset going into it and, again, seeing what we can actually do with our nutrition to support our body's healing um, is one of them. Um, another mist mistake might be being too aggressive with anti-inflammatory um, supplements and things like that. So, obviously, there's a, it's a bit of a, 
got a bit of a bad rap, but as I said, it's involved in the healing process. So we don't want to blunt that too much in the initial phases. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the third one would be sort of maintaining your protein intake. So um, again, just kind of a thought process that oh, I'm injured, so I don't need to eat as much, but that's one of those really key things that's going to help you maintain that muscle, which is going to help you return to training and then eventually uh, return to play quicker. Yep. Yep. And I'll throw you a curveball, just because you're on, you're on form. COVID, uh, we'll throw that in as a rehabilitation process. How should uh, athletes be approaching their nutrition if they're um, just coming out of isolation? They've done their seven days of isolation and they're, and they're returning back to training. Um, what would be some important things to, to focus on from a nutrition perspective? Yeah, so ideally or hopefully they've got a really good dietitian that supported them through that process. So trying to attenuate, you know, any of those negative impacts such as reduced training, trying to sort of help um, with their immune systems. Actually recently did a post on that. So, you know, things that um, are going to help with your immunity is like, again, that diet quality, so vitamin C, um, vitamin A, things like that as well. So um, it would be just... You know, it, the the key theme I think the whole way along is maintaining that good diet quality and sort of not losing track of, of those goals and just yeah, making sure that you're um, obviously in isolation. It's a bit more difficult, but having good conversations with you know your nutrition support, your dietitian, um, seeing what you need to do to help support your immune system, and also um, you know if if there's a reduced activity or you're worried about losses to muscle mass and things like that. Fantastic. Thank you. Thank you for uh, sharing all your knowledge with us, Rebecca. Where can we, for those that want to find out more information uh, from yourself, where's the best place to get in touch? Yeah, so probably my Instagram. Um, so it's just Dr. Underscore Beck underscore Elcock. Yep. We'll chuck them all in the uh, show notes, guys, as well. So if you haven't n- written them down, uh, head to the show notes for everyone's uh, socials. But yeah, thank you f- again, Beck, for, for jumping on and uh, helping us out in terms of those going through rehabilitation. It probably is the hardest time for an athlete uh, to be in, in being in rehab. So to have support um, from a nutrition perspective and um, no doubt if you can accelerate your rehab by a few days or you just feel better on game day from a performance perspective, then it's a, it's a great competitive edge to get. So, yeah, thank you. You're welcome. If you enjoyed this episode and want even more, our academy is for you. The Prepare Like a Pro Academy is a platform that hosts exclusive features and bonus content such as a Q&A segment aimed at getting to know the guests on a more personal level. Here's an example with Emily Meehan, head sports dietitian of the Collingwood Football Club. What are things that, that fire you up? Oh, this one is always, uh, I suppose it is, um, it'll be topical for most people, I think, but staying in your lane and I yep. often find that with nutrition, everyone eats, so everyone has an opinion. And I think that's what really gets me fired up um, because so many people try and provide nutrition advice based on their end of one experience when they did intermittent fasting or keto or whatever it might be. And then game changes, yeah, game changes whatever that might be. And look, it probably keeps me in a job, but that it does drive me insane because sometimes the information can be so detrimental um, and opposite to what I've been working with my athlete or athletes and, you know, and because they hear it on someone's socials or through a documentary, it unravels everything that I've been working with an athlete for. Yeah. 
Another feature of our academy is the opportunity each week to join myself as co-host on the Prepare Like a Pro live chat show. Here's an example with Academy member Rama Davies, the friendly conditioning coach at the Box Hill Hawks. Welcome, Rama, to the chat. Uh, Rama has also worked at, at Box Hill, or currently he's working at Box Hill Hawks with us, awesome. so he's another Box Hill man uh, in the strength and conditioning department. So I'll handle it over to you, Rama, to, to ask you a question, mate. Thanks for joining us. Excellent. Thanks, Jack. And, yeah, thanks, um, thanks, Sam, for the chat. It was uh, I found it to be really insightful, plenty of gems in there. Um, and I enjoyed it a lot. Um, mate, my, my question to you was you spoke a, a, quite a bit about um, perspective during that chat. Um, and I was wondering what are some of the things that you either know or um, do physically that um, you wish you either knew or did uh, back at the beginning of your career? Uh, what are some of those things? Mm. Yeah, good question. Um, yeah, so I suppose with perspective on life, um, that sort of point, um, it yeah certainly yeah has been massive for me now, and and didn't probably have that as much um, when I was younger. Um, I suppose one thing I might mention is is gratitude. I spend a lot of my mm. time um, doing a lot of gratitude exercises, listening to podcasts doing a, a journal every day just a bit to say what I'm grateful for sort of three things. And um, that's a fantastic way that I've been able to, yeah, like reset and, and just kind of gain that gratitude and perspective about, you know, that there is more to life than football or, you know, might be whatever as an SNC coach, you know, if something's you're having a hard time, um, it can be massive with just, yeah, opening your eyes a little bit and losing that sort of tunnel vision or being stuck in that, in that work bubble. Um, yeah. So that's, that's been huge. Um, I think I wish back then when I was younger, I asked more questions and was a bit more open to different things. Mm. I think I was a bit single-minded back then and, um, you know, I thought there was one way of doing things and, um, if I kind of didn't have that fear of, you know, asking a silly question or fear of judgment, it would have got me a lot further and I probably would have learned a lot quicker, um. And yeah. and yeah, like just yeah, being open to sort of different things because um, you never know what you might find. It's just yeah, there's so many people, like great people out there, knowledgeable people to learn off. And there's plenty more where that came from. If you would like to learn more, then enter patreon.com forward slash prepare like a pro or head to the link in our show notes. Thank you for listening to the Prepare Like a Pro podcast. If you like this episode, it'd be a massive help if you could like, follow, rate, give a review or even share with your mates. The show is recorded in Melbourne, Australia. Be sure to follow our Instagram page for all updates on our latest and greatest. If you would like to get in touch to suggest a guest or advertise with the Prepare Like a Pro podcast, please email me at jack at preparelikeapro.com. Thanks so much for tuning in.